Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today I have welcomed back to the show the doctor of the podcast, not the doc, Doc Turner, but the the actual medical doctor of the podcast, if he doesn't mind me calling that, uh, disrespectfully classic Marky Blassie, who is a, he's a real life medical doctor, let me repeat, this is not a work, Um, you know, this is a wrestling (laughs) podcast, so I want people to understand that. Uh, Dr. Blassie is back on the show, and here's the thing. You know, we got this whole coronavirus thing going on right now, and Dr. Blassie, again, is a medical expert. He's a doctor. So I wanted him to, to, to you know, just give us some positivity and tell us not to jump off the edge and, you know, talk a little bit about it and whatnot as we welcome into him into the show. So, Dr. Blassie, welcome back. I appreciate you coming on, man. It's always good chatting. Yes. With you, so. How you doing, yes. man? Yes. Hey, I am in the stronghold of the classy compound in the man cave. I'm not I'm not half cocked this time, okay? <laughs> Don't have the Dr. Pepper and rum, but man in times of crisis, I must come to the BTT universe, all right? <laughs> Lay some knowledge down, okay? I hear you. Now, the question we got to ask is how many people got fucking toilet paper? <laughs> 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 I have a feeling that our listeners are definitely smart enough to not hoard toilet paper. And um, I'll leave it at that. I know I didn't personally. Matter of fact, I have just enough right now, probably for another week. So I'm definitely not hoarding it um, with five people in my household, including kids and mother-in-law. So uh, there you go. So I'm I'm yeah. based on what I'm seeing on Twitter and on Facebook uh, from our listeners. They are not the hoarders of the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, because I was thinking about getting some just because I was like, damn, well, if everybody grabbing it now, damn, I need to get some. I got I got like the last bit off of Amazon. I was like, damn, Amazon is out. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. So, yes, we are in a crisis. We are in a global pandemic. Um, you know, I like to say of epic proportions. But you're right, Mike, it is my job as the doc to inform and educate because the number one statistic that has never changed is the best health outcomes start with medical education. So people understanding what is going on and what it can do to them. Okay, if you don't know, then you're going to follow some meme and then go nuts and then eat like. (laughs) an aquarium tablet to cure this thing or down some zinc and be like zinc toxic and you're in a whole nother shebang at that point 
So where we're at, guys, okay, is we've got SARS-CoV-2, okay? This is the virus. The name of the disease is COVID-19. Why? Because we started seeing it in 2019. It's coronavirus disease of 2019, okay? This is the sequel to SARS-CoV-1, which was in 2002. And so... Let's let's dispel some rumors right off the bat. Okay, guys, uh, I work with HIV patients. I am a subspecialist in uh, HIV. I'm board certified in family medicine. This is what I do. Okay, much like HIV, this shit is not man-made. Once again, and for anybody who does anti-vaxxing and things like that, this is why we do vaccines. Once again, Mother Nature shows you why we call her mother, okay? She brought you in this world, she take you out, okay? There are things that we don't understand about this planet that we will not understand for thousands of years. But one thing we do know, everything wants to live. Everything wants to live, including viruses. Now, if for people who don't know what viruses are, they are microscopic, itty, itty, bitty people who want to find three things. They want to find food, they want to find shelter, and they want to be left alone, okay? Why? Because they can reproduce. We reproduce, what happens, Mike? We live, our DNA goes on, yay. So this, this group of viruses, yet again, another myth that it's a bad cold. The group of viruses, coronaviruses, Billions of subspecies of them cause what we commonly think of as the common cold. The common cold is caused by millions of, uh, not bacteria, viruses across the planet. However, this virus started from other mammals, okay, namely bats, and we think I think they're called uh, pangaloons or something. They're like some type of anteater. Anyway, two mammals that aren't too far from each other on the evolutionary tree. They live inside of their spit, okay? If y'all don't realize this by now, dogs, cats, any mammal, including us, have all kinds of microorganisms living in us all the time. But our immune system keeps them at bay. This thing did what we call like an antigenic, uh, shift like it really what it did was it probably mixed with a coronavirus that's in us okay and a coronavirus that lives in a bat either in the bat or in us or in another species of animal evolved to kick our ass okay so we are dealing with a superbug that is contagious like a cold That's the issue. It is moving way fast, way hard. So what can we do to protect ourselves? Everybody. Number one. Don't eat ass and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Not hand sanitizer, everybody. Wash your hands. The mechanical rubbing, okay, of your hands together with a lathery emulsifying solution, a la soap, is the most effective way to sanitize your hands. Hand sanitizer is to get you to a sink, but you don't want to have your hands feeling like shit on the way there. Okay. You still have to wash your hands. Why people were jacking that stuff, I have no idea. 
Dude, do you know we actually took that out of the uh, patient rooms now because people were stealing it so much? Oh, I believe I believe it. I, I got I got one follow up question about, uh you know, you said wash your hands. Can I ask one thing real quick? Yeah. We all know Hard Body Harper likes to munch on some uh, bunghole. Uh, so are you saying also to stay away from the munching of the bunghole as I add a little yes, bit of uh, 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 I would uh, advise no analingus at this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay not only anal english what about the uh what about muff diving and uh mustache rides see you see mustache rides though can you really take that out mike i mean i don't know i don't know if you can take that out you know <laughs> muff diving if you're going nose deep in that thing ooh, i would advise might- against that <laughs> okay, so we got we cleared that up. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that that's out there. I, I mean, I wanted to ask that for the Harpers of the world, the William Bozards out there who listen, the uh, Stephen Javorskis out there, those guys who are uh, just nasty like that. You know, I wanted to make sure we we cleared that up. So there you go. I appreciate that. Boom. <laughs> and so hand washing, general sanitary practices. If you want to get the best antibacterial effect, as far as when you're in the shower, hand soap. Uh, I would advise just getting dial. So it has a little antimicrobial uh, chemicals in it. I would do that. Uh, for around the house, the best things to do is bleach and Lysol wipes. Okay. And when you disinfect, say you spray Lysol, do not rub it. Just spray it on the surface. That obviously doesn't have all kind of stuff like move all the big debris out the way. But spray it down and let it dry okay don't wipe it just let it dry that's a big thing people miss with these uh disinfectant sprays you just leave it there to really kill everything okay next thing be aware of your body understand how you feel and have a short trigger for getting it checked out by a medical professional that's the number one thing so this is going out to moms who think everybody else has to be taken care of first before they're taken care of, mom, go get checked out. Dude, don't be hard-headed. You know us guys, Mike, are hard-headed. Oh, yeah. If you feel congested, if you are not feeling right, but you're, it's not your allergies, and you know how your allergies flare up this time of year, you know how that feels, get that checked out. So the people who really need to be tested and things to look out for, one, fever. Fever is listed at 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't care if people tell me their basal temperature is like 97 point something. So when they get to 99, that's a fever to them. No, it's not. Okay. Because you know why? Some people's basal temperature or baseline temp runs damn near 99 all the time. That doesn't mean 101 is finally a fever for them. No, 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 no. Okay. You're not an alien, (laughs) you know? So if you have fever, if you have a loss of smell, but you're not congested or you're feeling like you're getting like a cold or what some people say crud and stuff like that, but you're starting to get a little short of breath, get tested. If you know somebody has been tested that you have been around, okay, tell somebody, get tested. Other people that need to get checked out, if grandma, grandpa over the age of 60 is not looking right or they're not feeling good, get them tested. 
people who have uncontrolled diabetes or kidney disease or on chemotherapy or uncontrolled HIV get tested. Okay, because the more we test, the more we can track this thing and understand patterns of transmission and spread. This is how we can get in front of this stuff. Okay, and until we get in front of it, we're not going to be able to really treat as well as we can. Now, the good news is we in America are separated by two oceans. We are learning a lot from China and in Italy. That's why they're having a lot worse outcomes right now is because they were the first first okay now the rate we're going as far as getting health care to everybody in the country that's what's going to be our achilles heel okay i live in mississippi it's just a few of us in this town and in this region that are doing testing it gets kind of difficult statewide people are worried about getting results back is because there's usually only one or two testing sites in an entire state okay Ours get delayed by four or eight days. But in the meantime, we're going to treat. Now, as far as treatment overall, all viruses, for the most part, okay, do not have a cure. We do what we call supportive care. What we're trying to do is we're trying to help the body not collapse. Because the problem with this virus is it attacks a very important receptor that really controls are what we call homeostasis, or just your baseline functioning, your blood pressure, your salt, your potassium, all that stuff we never think about, we always take for granted. It really screws with that system on top of your body trying to fight a war, okay? And it just happens in various locations in your body, namely the lungs. And so how do people die from this? They essentially just go into lung failure. Okay, lung failure by just drowning in their own fluids. It's very, very, very sad, very painful, very uncomfortable. So, what can we do? Yet again, get tested early. Okay, don't do anything stupid like continue cigarette smoking. I've actually curtailed drinking, and we need to get sleep. Sleep makes the immune system strong and healthy. People who have viral infections and they're in the hospital, if they get adequate REM sleep for a whole cycle, at least at least four REM cycles, which is like 90 minutes apiece, that actually improves immunity and actually stimulates antibody production or the stuff we use to physically kill those viruses. Okay. Where zinc comes into play. Zinc helps slow down the ability of the virus to multiply, okay? And zinc is very important in how we make antibodies in our system anyway, to any bacteria, yeast, fungus, or virus. So taking more zinc is not going to help, though, because your body regulates how much comes inside of it from the blood and how much leaves out of your body. So the more times you take it, and this includes vitamin C and all the water soluble vitamins, like all the B vitamins and such, you take those pills, 75% of that stuff, your body's just going to piss out because it's like, I don't need this. Okay. How chloroquine works or hydroxychloroquine works, it increases the amount of zinc that goes into these cells that the virus is attacking and therefore it can't multiply as great. Is it a cure? No. 
Okay. And let me repeat that, Mike. Chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, we typically use to treat malaria and certain forms of arthritis, is not a cure. Okay. It is a supportive mechanism that helps decrease complications. So, for instance, I give people HIV meds. That actually suppresses the ability of that virus to replicate. The problem is it just hangs around in very low numbers, but your body can keep it at bay. Okay. Chloroquine, if I kill more of those viruses with it, but not totally knock it out, my body can catch up and make the antibodies and get me through it. That, that's how that works. And it actually just helps zinc get in more. Plus, it actually increases the pH of your body and your blood a little bit. So the virus can't really live that well either because it needs a very acidic environment. Okay. Now, I hope I didn't go over people's head on that, Mike. Just stop me when I do too much medical jargon. Okay. No, I, okay. I think I think um I think you're shooting straight with people, and I think it's good information for people out there. I think the most important thing uh, that people should know is like when they start, you know, feeling those symptoms that you described to uh, take it take it seriously. Um, thankfully, uh, it, it appears uh, testing is ramping up. I, I know where I live. Yes. You, you you can you can get tested. I don't know how long it takes. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not, that's far behind my pay grade. Um, but I, I know uh, testing is ramping up where you can get tested. And I'll just say this, man. Um, so, um, I, I haven't said this, but I, I found out over the weekend that, uh, someone, a former coworker of mine, I hadn't talked to him in a few years, so it wasn't a best friend or anything, but he was a coworker. Um, he died of coronavirus. Um, they thought it was a pneumonia. They thought it was flu, then pneumonia. And he had, as little as, you know, two days ago, he was posting, you know, he was at the hospital and it took him down within two days. He died. And so that's why I said, yeah. you know, take it serious. And and, um, you know, this friend of mine, he, he did not have underlying health conditions that that I'm aware of. Um, he, he he wasn't uh, he, he wasn't in the greatest of shape, but I'm not going to say he wasn't 400 pounds either. So, um, you know, I, I just just point that out, man. So. Uh, yeah. I would say, you know, take it like, like, like Dr. Blassie here saying, take it serious. You know, don't be a, don't go crazy. You know, don't go hoarding toilet paper and yeah, things like that. To do all that. Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's the, I think that's the one thing I'm, I, I'm hoping people take away from it, you know, like, you know, take it serious, but at the same time, don't go off the deep end. And I think, um, it, there's a delicate balance, right? Would you agree? Oh yeah. It's very delicate balance because we can't just take it lightly, but we can't go, apocalyptic either i mean nobody's turning into zombies or anything and what we've got to do is just evolve the economy this is what's happening right now and and nobody can and, and nobody can really expect this you can't count on this happening at any five seconds or you'll never do anything so i think people are just scared because they're thinking oh this is like walking dead or outbreak or something like that no people aren't melting in like two days okay no that's not I, what's I, going on. But I would, I would also. Sick. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going. I want to say something else. Go ahead. Yeah, people are getting sick, and they're getting sick bad. And the thing is, we've got to get care as fast as possible to these patients if we can. That's the number one thing. And the problem is, it just sticks in our system for so long. People are contagious for for probably about three to four weeks at least that we're really seeing. Okay. And we don't see that with a lot of viruses. You, you really don't. And so this thing is really kicking our butts right now because we really haven't figured it out. Go ahead. What were you going to say? 
Uh, whatever you do, if you've never seen the movie Contagion, don't go watch it because yeah. that will scare the shit out of you. Fucking, that'll you'll lose your mind with that. <laughs> well, I just watched it again recently, and the irony of of um, that yes. there 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 are some there are some differences in that yeah. movie from what's going on now, but there are some things in that movie that are said that are are literally happening right now not not everything and it will it will scare you too much but there's some things said in that movie and i don't want to get into specifics because it'll scare people but there are right. some interesting dynamics in that movie that are actually said and it sounds like you've seen it that are that are like happening right now so um but but don't don't watch that movie because it will scare you my wife and i watched it uh, the other day again, and, and we were like, "Holy crap!" It's like they were predicting the future it, almost in a way. Yeah, isn't it though? They like called it like that very end of that movie. I was like, "No, right?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> they even yeah, they no, in that movie. Not. In that movie, it was made in 2010. They used the term "social distancing." They actually said yes. that term, <laughs> which was crazy. Um, they, it, it, they, lit, it was, it was, it was surreal, uh, watching some of the things they said and how some things happen. So, um, I, the, the, again, I want to, hey, I want to wrap up. Oh, go ahead. Well, wait, go ahead. well, wait, Mike, look, we might've put that movie over. We're telling people not to watch it, but I think we just put it over. <laughs> we, probably did. we probably did, man. We probably did. We probably did. I I can tell you um, through it's hard to find. It's not on like Hulu. It's not on um, Netflix. It's not on HBO Go. So it's it's actually very hard to find uh, unless you get it through illegal means. Um, so I, I won't tell you where I found it. I found it legally, but I won't tell you where it is. That I'll, I'll let you do the work that way. You you really would want to see it if you do. But it's uh, a yeah, it's, it's crazy how how that movie is like happening right now, but there's some inaccuracies, inaccuracies to it. Like 25% of the people who got, who got it in that movie died and we're nowhere near 25% of the people who are getting it dying. So that, that's why I said there's some inaccuracies and in, inaccuracies in it. And that's one big one, but um, yeah. I'll throw it to you before we get into some, some wrestling talk here. Any other, any other thoughts on, on this and uh, keeping our BTZ army healthy? Yeah, guys, just remember, I would take a, um, multivitamin every day make sure vitamin d is in it that helps immunity make sure just zinc is up um especially if you drink a lot guys make sure you're you have a multivitamin with zinc because zinc goes down when you really um kick back the old alky um they are working on a vaccine right now uh and they're trying as fast as they can to get it the reason we need this the more healthy people we can get immune in society, the less the virus can can prosper and grow because the less animals it can infect, the more chances it's just going to die or just live in the environment and just lay dormant. OK, that's how most of these things live. Measles, mumps, rubella, homophilus, all this stuff, chickenpox, all this stuff that we get vaccinated for. It's not like it just comes out of nowhere on our skin and all of a sudden we've got chicken pox. No, this stuff lives in nature, just like us. Like it's floating around in droplets or whatever it it's carried on. And it's just waiting for that one opportunity like we would if we got into Fort Knox, which is our human body, and to grow and to prosper. OK, and so this is why we need vaccines. It's stuff like this that cripples an economy, cripples um, people's lives potentially kills them that's what that's what these things do and that's why your kids get so many vaccines 
And guess what? It saves millions of people's lives. Okay. Yes, this thing does not kill a quarter of people, but guess what? If all 300 million plus in this country, probably 400 million plus in this country get it, 2% of that, it's a lot of people. Okay. And guess what? It's always bad when that one, two, and three is you and your loved ones. Okay. So don't take it lightly, but don't all of a sudden turn into purge and start beating the crap out of everybody trying to get some toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> We're in this together, guys. We're in this together. If we kill each other, then guess what? <laughs> uh, this thing done won. Okay. Mother <laughs> nature wins again. Okay. Like we got to think about this and we got to work together and go from there. You know, um, myself and millions of healthcare professionals around the world. This is what we're here for. This is what we live for. This is the kind of stuff that we're trained for. We're working. We're panicking. We're worried. That's what y'all pay us to do. So let us stress out, panic, and worry. But all I can tell you do, let us do that. Live your life. And when we tell you to panic, that's when you need to panic. Okay, <laughs> we're nowhere near that yet. Only thing we're bitching about is we just need supply. If you give us supply, then we do a whole lot of stuff. But that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah, that that that's another topic altogether in itself. Uh, the the supplies. So, um, yeah. all right, I second that. Let's see, healthy everybody. Um, you know, let's let's let's, let's we're we're gonna get through this. That's all. That's that's the last thing I want to say as we close out the coronavirus talk talk. All right, uh, disrespectfully classy Marky Blasting. So uh, I said, look, let's not just you know burn our time today or use our time today on on coronavirus. I said we we can talk some wrestling too. So um, I I said before we started recording and I wanted to talk to you about AEW. So I'm gonna throw I'm gonna tell you something and then I kind of want to hear your thoughts. I figured it out with AEW, and Cornette said this on one of his shows. He actually stole my thunder. He said it like the week before I did, but I was thinking it and then I said it. Uh, the week after he said it, um, AEW is like a social experiment gone wrong, almost not gone wrong, but it's almost like a social experiment. It's the most schizophrenic wrestling show I've ever seen. And and I'm talking before the empty arena stuff. So I want to want to point that out. So after and I want to make make another point after disrespectfully classy Marky Blessing and I recorded last time, I actually started watching AEW again, but I didn't watch it live i was always recording it so what i started doing is anytime i see marco stunt roll out there i i don't watch it i fast forward i got no time for it whenever i see the women roll out there i fast forward it. i got no time for it but whenever it's got something to do with cody mjf chris jericho the inner circle i can actually watch that and be okay with their product and especially since football season ended and i try to get through a three-hour raw i really and i sound like cornet here i really can appreciate aw's high parts again throw out the marco stunt part i'm just gonna ignore that i know some people can't i'm gonna ignore it because it's just stupid i've said this on twitter many months ago watching marco stunt wrestle is like me putting my 15 year old kid at left tackle protecting tom brady or drew Brees' backside that you'd yep. never do that 
You would never do that in football, and that's why you should never do it in wrestling. So I want to make that point. Throw the Marco stunt stuff away. I can't watch it. I fast forward through it. I got no tolerance for it. The women, <laughs> I love women's wrestling. I can watch I can watch Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley. I can watch all these women in WWF with no, WWE with no problem. I, 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 they entertain me. They're good. I cannot watch AEW women. So again, I can watch Amen. Jericho. I fast forward through all that nonsense, but the good stuff like Cody, MJF, Jericho, the inner circle. I like Sammy Guevara. I actually had him on a show many years ago. Um, I can watch that and like it. So again, I started watching it after the last time we, we talked. What are your thoughts though? As I say all of that. Well, I I actually, it's a weird thing. So I always, too, just watch it either on, like, the TNT app or, like, later. I never watch it live anymore. I think it's just because recently I've just been so off on my sleep. Like, I'm going to sleep at, like, 7 and stuff like that. But I, I feel the same way. Um, one, their women's division is not coming together right. I don't know who is truly booking that. I know... People say Kenny Omega and stuff, or Kenny Olivier. Shout out to Jim on that <laughs> one. But <laughs> um, it's it's just I, I don't I'm not feeling any of those competitors. I I don't feel any of them. I don't. They're just kind of getting shoved at us, and there's really nothing there. Um, the Marco stunt and all that. The problem is, I love the Jurassic Express. Except I like Luchasaurus. I, I, sh I, I should, I gotta yes. say that. I do, I, I like Luchasaurus. I got nothing against him, man. He looks great. I like the look. I like everything about him. Yes. Right. Yes. I like him. I like him a lot. I, I, I should say that as I, as I say that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, but he should be like, Marco Stunt needs to be like the brand new Johnny Polo. Like, he is a manager. He needs to be a manager and not a wrestler. And you're right. This is a social experiment of millennial and generation <laughs> Y or whatever they're calling the kids after millennials. Like it, it is all that. And it's and it's so like there's moments where I love it because you're right. Anything with Jericho, John Moxley, Cody, MJF, MJF could stay on the fucking screen all day and I would be entertained. <laughs> I, I've never been more entertained by Dustin Rhodes in my life. You know, and I love the Gold Dust character as a kid, but damn, like I'm all into what he's doing here. And I, I ain't gonna lie, I was down on it, but shh, I'm fucking into Adam Page now. I like the shit they're doing with him. I'm into that. I like the little tension and dissension and the elite and all that. Um, now, I will say, my other than the women's division and Marco Stunt, I, I can't, I can't stand the tag team division. I just can't. Because it's not tag team wrestling. I would be okay if they came out first show and said, hey, we're doing, this is our tag team rules. It's kind of like this tornado tag, American luchador style tag team rules. Fine. I would expect that. But if you're telling me it's like sports based, yet you don't even tag in half these matches, and some of them you do. What the fuck? Why are you doing that? It makes no sense. And it's crazy because I feel like when the Young Bucks do their thing, they're trying to impress the their fans and, the, and, and all the other Dave Meltzer internet marks. 
And it's so crazy because I'll, I'll hear reviews on their matches like, well, this had 18,000 spots, but it told the story. What? <laughs> like, they could have done three moves and done a story. Dusty Rhodes just hit niggas with an elbow for like 20 <laughs> minutes, right? Like Ric Flair would just get punched in the face by an elbow or Ronnie Garvin's fist. And there'd be a perfect story. Like, do you notice how crazy that is? You know, it's just like the the whole, the like even with Okada and that whole group, it's just like they're telling, oh, look at their facial expressions. Because they're actors, right? Like back in the day, that's what they used to do because they used to look like they were getting hit in the fucking face. You know, that's what Dude, selling is. You know? I can't. I can't. I think we talked about this last time you were. I, I can't take Meltzer seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, ugh, yeah. But AEW, I ain't gonna lie. AEW is more entertaining to me. I do have to fast forward it through some stuff, but I do enjoy it far more. Than Raw and SmackDown by a long stretch. I cannot watch a whole episode of Raw. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a whole episode of SmackDown. Um, it's really NXT, AEW, and NWA. That's really all I watch. And I can't even watch NWA, dude. I'm going through withdrawals. Yeah, because right now <laughs> we can't. We can't even get. I mean, there's nothing for us. It's yeah. It's it's kind of sad. I mean, I applaud them what they're doing. You know, taking the time off because of the situation, but. It's very, you know, we, we can't even get that. And I, we got a lot. Every, look, Steven Javorski, one of our Patreon members, he he does uh, he posts the NWA YouTube uh, show each and every Tuesday for for us all to watch. Now, I'm usually I'm usually just wrapping up with work, so I can't participate in it. But, you know, the guys on, on the Facebook group, they're always they do the watch along to it every single Tuesday before all this went down. So I, I'm with you on that. And again, I want to reiterate, I, I think uh, Dr. Blessing and I are in the same you know, wavelength here. It's, it's not that we, we like everything. It's just that there is stuff that's just so hard. You just don't watch it. That's, which is crazy, yeah. but Hey, it is what it is. But when you compare it and here's the, here's the, here's the thing we're comparing it obviously to raw. Now I'm not comparing AEW to classic wrestling. When I watch NWA Saturday night or when I watch, yeah. you know, old WCW in, in mid South in, in W in world-class. I'm not comparing it to that. I'm saying by today's quote unquote standards, if you want to call it that, um, I, I can make it through the two hour show as I fast forward through those things. I told you I fast forward through whereas what raw, even before they started the empty arena, it, it just was really hard to get through a raw. This is no joke. What I'm about yeah. to tell you, yeah. Jim, Vin Jim Vinsky on our Facebook group, he does, he does the raw watch along every Monday. And he, he, he basically recaps it all for anybody who doesn't want to watch it. He does line by line. He recaps everything that's happened on the show. So like I'll fall asleep and I just can't finish it. Cause it's just too long. And I'll just, I'll read Jim's recap. So I kind of always know what happens. So um, I'm with you, man. I can't I, SmackDown. I try. I'm, SmackDown's a little. I can't lie. Before the empty arena, that is SmackDown was a little better, but it's still, you know, it's just hard to get through. So it's just the state of where we're at now. And you know, yeah. don't listen to Dave Meltzer as he, you know, cranks one off to you know Kenny Olivier, and he just Dave can't help himself. It's like he's on the payroll or something. I don't know if he is. I don't think he is, but he just he sure seems compromised. At the same time, you know, I. 
it, it only takes me probably 45 minutes to get through the stuff on AEW that I actually like. So, hey, I, I watched that 40. And, hey, if you think about it, if you think about it, remember we, we used to watch Mid-South back in the day, UWF. That was a one-hour show, which was about 45 minutes without commercial. So, it's like you watch an old-school wrestling almost with the timeline. Hey, I'm not saying it's old-school wrestling. Too. Look, yeah. I, I used to think, I remember in the early 2000s, I was like, man, what if wrestling came on every day for like two hours apiece, right? And now that we essentially have that, I'm just we got like, jobs. fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> two, two is just like, man, I just need, even with the Saturday nights and stuff, ooh, man, like, I just... I. I just need an hour, hour and a half tops. I'm good, you know. Get the good shit in. And, that's all and we need. That's all I need. Yeah, you know? that it, raw being three hours is just it's 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 just dumb. I understand they're making money from the from the station network, but good lord, that's just way too long. And we've said that for yeah. years. Yeah, and, it, and it's crazy. And I don't understand in AEW though. It's just. I just worry about their long-term durability and safety. I know athletes are different these days, but I feel like I don't know why the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega don't look at like MJF, Cody, Moxley, not Moxley, um, Adam Page, and Chris Jericho. Those guys barely do anything in their matches, right? Like compared to the Young Bucks. Like they're not flying. They, they, Chris Jericho is not leaving his feet, but like twice. In the, in the right. whole damn match. But he does more in 20 minutes than Kenny Omega does in an hour. Like, it's amazing, that dichotomy. And I know, it's schizophrenic. They got a little of everything. It's like a Golden Corral buffet. You can mix stuff. <laughs> you can just have stuff. Chocolate fountain. Put, uh, you know, the, the nacho cheese on the fried chicken and stuff like that. You can do whatever <laughs> you want, you know? And look, if you ain't, if you don't like the chicken, you can get the little cheap steak. It's up to you. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know, good point. It's a, you're right. They got a 50 million things at a buffet. You know, but I will say though, NXT Women's Division, that's boy, <laughs> that is awesome. That 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 division is so well done. I wish, I wish Becky, I wish all the four horsewomen. We're on that bitch, plus Ronda Rousey. Like they all need to be on NXT, okay? Because that whole show could be that women's division. Because I'm all you, in on that. Stuff. You know what's a shame? Mm. The fact that um, at WrestleMania we're we're not going to get. I mean, they're they're doing an empty building WrestleMania, but you know what I mean. We're not going to get yeah. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte in right. in an actual WrestleMania match. And I know they're wrestling at WrestleMania. My point is, we're not going to get. That at WrestleMania, yeah, because I in front I, of a in front of a you know in front of seventy thousand people is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I love the entrances. I love the crazy entrances they do, and you know it's going to be all out for Charlotte. You know Rhea Ripley was going to have like a band go go hardcore death metal. You know, it, I mean the man like had that truck. What was it? And she was supposed to drive out in a truck and stuff like that. Like. Ah, I live for that because it makes those guys look so much bigger than life. And then it's just like, no, no, not the performance center. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I mean, look, I, I mean, at this point, we're probably going to be, you know, still shelter in place uh, by that point. So 
I mean, obviously, I, I, there probably isn't much else on on Saturday or Sunday, so yeah. I'll probably peek in on it and see what's going on. But it's only because, you know, if I'm, if I'm caught up on live PD, which I do love watching that show, um, I don't know how much how much else there is. I mean, we ain't got no football, we got no basketball, we got nothing else. So uh, right. I'll probably peek right. in on right. it. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be what Rhea Ripley and Charlotte will not be what it could have been if they would have had an actual audience there. Yeah, and and on top of that, we're going to be all shut in. And you know this about New Orleans, Mike, dude. This is the time. It's like Mardi Gras, St. Patrick's Day, Super Sunday, Easter, French Quarter Fest, Jazz, Jazz Fest. Fest, like Essence Fest in July. Like all that shit may get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because we're still on an uptick on this thing. So I don't know how long this is actually going to go on. I mean, I hope it just comes back to normal. We get this shit under control. But damn it. I need to go outside at some point. The Ponchatoula <laughs> strawberries are right, buddy. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the only time you go outside is when you're heading to a medical, uh, you know, whether it's the yeah. hospital or, or you practice. And, Dude, uh, I, I mean, go to the clinic. Yeah. And then Here's the worst thing, right? So since I'm screening all these people, okay, and we have to do the whole, like, I have gown and, and gloves and the whole shebang, tuberculosis mask, all that good stuff. I go in there, and I'm coming out. You know, my girl has asthma. Like, she can't live with me right now. She's actually at her old apartment, and it's it's crazy. It's stupid. Okay, I hate it. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's... I, yeah, that's that's rough, yeah. dude. You're you're in the same boat as Hopper right now, in a way. I mean, you know, like he's yeah. single. He's like, bro, I can't circle, circle, dot, dot. I mean, you know, it's what? I'm just I'm on my own right now. Like, <laughs> he, he, I don't right. know if he said this on air. I can't remember if he said this on air, but he told me one thing. He's like, bro, I can only jerk off so many times in a day. I was like, that's nice, Hopper. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm in that same boat because you know, the last episode. Everybody, everybody can tell, like, I like women a whole lot. And so when you're used to somebody being there and then all of a sudden it's just like, damn, I feel like I'm 16 again. Like, damn. <laughs> you know? He like, well, <laughs> oh, man, that's rough, Dude, man. I need to see if I have any VHS, like, pornos and be like, well, <laughs> let me just take it old school. 1998. Black Avenger, let's do it. <laughs> hey, hey, we we were before we started talking about Corona again. We we were about to start talking about um the the empty arena stuff. So, uh, you had wanted to say something, I guess, about maybe Raw, SmackDown, or even AEW about it. So, what were you gonna say? Yeah, so this is what I'll say. AEW did such a good job with theirs. I will give them so much credit for that because I thought that was a good idea for like all the guys in the back to come out and. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it, Mike? Um, when Jericho came out, who was it? Was it MJF and somebody else? Another heel was it? Sammy Guevara or something was singing Judas. Yeah, they were so bad at that. Was incredible. That is one thing that I think is missing in wrestling is when the heels used to all kind of roll together and put each other over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Like the heel, like basically what they did was really old school with that. Like, like Sammy Guevara was so terrible singing, which he should be because he's a heel. And 
But yet he thought he, I mean, I guess he was trying to be like he was so cool that yes. it's like laughable. <laughs> You're like, dude, do you realize how bad you sound? And he, like he got heat from just being pathetic. And I thought, I even thought just in general, like them having them having the guys out there like at ringside kind of was so much better. And Cornette said this on, on his last show, and I thought this point was great. He said the way they shot it, it was it was like they minimized the fact that they were in this freaking empty arena, whereas at least a week or two ago, I can't remember which episode it was. Raw and SmackDown, like they just emphasized, wow, this arena, this building, we're in the performance center, yeah. completely empty. <laughs> and 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 what what they did on Raw and SmackDown, which was so dumb, the talents coming down the ramp and they're looking at the seats like there's fans there. It's like. Dude, right. this is so dumb. <laughs> Such robots. Like, I hate it. And, like Cornette said, God damn, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> what the fuck? Double cheese, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, God. Because it, it, it really brings the fact that they're so scripted and robotic. So then, to me, it actually... And this leads into my problem with that whole thing is because they emphasize it and they're still looking at the seats. So when you're live and you're there, they're just doing a routine. They're not into what you're giving them. They're not vibing with you. They're just doing what they're told to do. Right. And that sucks because there's no human connection there. That's how these people get over. I think Vince McMahon truly needs to step back. Let it become a wrestling company again okay and this is as a shareholder maybe they need to get off the fucking stock market too but um needs to step back make it more wrestling and nobody who was over in the attitude era should ever make another appearance on that fucking show ever again okay because i am sick and tired of seeing stone cold randomly even though i love stone cold nothing against him but it's 2020, okay? The fact that Goldberg has been... I mean, you realize it's like all these part-timers have been these main events and they're not getting anybody over. When you've got a roster that half these promoters in the world would die for, right? Mike, if I said, hey, I'm going to give you four people, you go start a promotion. I'm going to give you AJ Styles. I'm going to give you Kevin Owens or... Finn Balor, right? I'm going to give you Charlotte Flair. I'm going to give you Becky Lynch. Go do something with that. Bruh. <laughs> you know, you could get a TV deal with that. Okay? I, I've, I've, I've always said that I never, I, I said this when we used to talk about current wrestling. Uh, and this is why I don't like talking about current wrestling a ton because it, we, you know, it always comes across so negative. But I totally agree with you, man. Like I used to say that when we did these Raw reviews or SmackDown back in the day, I said, like, you can't blame the talent. There, there's plenty of great talent there. There's plenty of people there who who are fantastic. It, let yeah. me say, you know what, you know what hurt me back in the day. I say back in the day, a few years ago, I think it was Kevin Owens that lost to Goldberg when he lost the Universal Title. Yes. If I'm remembering that yeah. correctly. I remember yes. watching that and and thinking to myself, boy, that that was just like uh, Kevin Owens is a phenomenal talent. 
He is a yeah. big dude that is that is athletic in more ways than people realize. He's got a gas tank. He can go for a dude with a belly. Let me just say it like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, I I mean, I don't hate Goldberg, but I was like, damn, they just like just fucking just shoved Kevin Owens to the side for this dude. And I'm like, it's just it, that just I remember at that point I was like this is just dumb it's dumb I can't even talk about it anymore and I yeah. but I say all that to say <laughs> there's so much talent like guys like him and like all the people you just mentioned they could do there's so much you could do with them but then you bring back these quote unquote legends and they and I'm a Steve Austin fan I mean I got nothing against them but I agree with you right. like you you bring out these legends and then you just have them just slaughter your current talent so like 20 years from now are you going to be able to roll those guys out there? No, you won't, because they were never as over as these guys. You have them, you know, slaughtering. It's just, oh, it's it getting, makes me mad. Right, because they can't make any more stars. That's the thing. Like the worst thing they did with Kevin Owens to me is give him the stunner. Like why this dude? Like that cradle pile driver he does is amazing. You know, the pop up power bomb is amazing. He beat Cena. With the pop-up powerbomb. Why is he using the stunner? Because all you're going to think of is Stone Cold. <clears throat> that's all I think about. It's like people who do like a, a neck breaker. I'm like, that's the rude awakening. Like, you're always going to go. It's never going to be Kevin Owens. You know, because he's just never going to be that over in the WWE universe. He's just not. And it kills me. Because they are fucking so good. Just let them. Don't give them a script. Just tell them the storyline and let them roll with it. Oh, my God. And and Sami Zayn like might be him in the Miz maybe one of the best talkers in wrestling right now, and they're just pointless in WWE. <laughs> you know, and, and notice how the people who get over big now in WWE are the ones who get over in like social media, like they do shit on their own. So look at that. What do you know? A wrestler getting over on their own. Yeah, because 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 they're creative. It's just that they're stifled in the in that damn WWE system. And you know, like that's the one thing about AEW that is good. Like Jericho, Moxley, Sammy Guevara, Cody. I mean, those guys aren't stifled by creativity. They're allowed to be creative. And you know, I, I you said Adam Page earlier. I I liked him in Ring of Honor. And I, I I like him now. I mean, I, I mean, he's not my favorite, but I, I've got nothing against him. I think I think he's I think he's very talented. It's, you know, like I just those guys. That's why some of what they do is so good is that they're not stifled by it. And you can't yes. say the same about WWE. It's oh boy. Yeah, <sighs> and that's the thing I'll give them. I'll give AEW is <clears throat> you're getting more and more people over organically in. Uh, AEW, right? I am more in uh, John Moxley now than ever before. I think because I feel that character, right? Adam Page, I'm getting into it. You can feel that building, you know. Cody, like for whatever reason, is like I don't know what the roads have in them, but goddamn, you just want to be on their side all the time. Like they're just doing this, and it's just coming out of nowhere. Even with Private Party, just out of nowhere, just got over. Like it just worked. You know, but you're never seeing that in WWE because God, Vince just want, I don't know what he's wanting. And and the fact of the matter is, it's the whole Roman Reigns thing. I don't know why they keep pushing him so hard. Think about this: Lesnar and 
Undertaker, now Goldberg, Triple H. All these people have been fed to him. Everybody in the company has been fed to him. He is not a good champion. He is not the guy. I mean, he's okay in the ring. He's okay on the mic. But he is far from being that guy. That uh, It blows my mind. You got all these. You had AJ Styles as a champ for like a year. Okay? You saw what that dude did in Japan. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get it. Yeah, what is it? It's not that fucking high, guys. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> it ain't that fucking high, guys. We ain't building a rocket. Oh, man. It's no, because even, even, like, even if you look at old NWA, you know, just a studio show, like, there's motherfuckers on there that I'm just into. Like I said before, Trevor Mur- Murdoch or what is it? Uh, uh, Ziggy Dice and shit. Like, it's just goofy. The question mark. Like, it just works. I don't know why that shit just works. And, it, and you can tell it's just organic. It's just going. You know? And it it just bothers me that Vince doesn't see that. He's just so out of touch. So out of touch. And why do they keep saying Triple H got demotion? Like, I'm so confused with that on the internet, too. Um, like, I, 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 I haven't... I've, I've heard... Cornette talk about it on his show, but I, I haven't even looked into whatever supposedly that's about. I, you know, it's one of those things for me where I don't even care enough to care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like to, to even look for it. Yeah, yeah. I have, I, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure we're recording this, and somebody's gonna email me, and somebody's gonna tweet me, or or, or send it to the show Facebook. And, and let me tell you, I just if you do, and I don't respond, I just don't. It's not something I really care. I'm not a Triple H fan, but that's not why. It's just that I, I, I mean, it just feels like okay, uh, whatever that is, it is what it is. Uh, I'm sure that means he's still going to be making the same amount of money or more. So right. I'll just leave it at like, that. Dude, you know, the owner is his father-in-law. Right. Like, <laughs> come on, guys! If that dude was a road agent for NXT and just was in charge of like Cameron Grimes. Like when Vince dies, guess what? He's he's all of a sudden gonna be one or two. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I mean, what he got a lower paycheck from his father-in-law? Come on. Yeah, I I I'm completely just when I, I again it, it didn't even register for me. I heard about it and just was like, oh okay. And I don't like follow Meltzer on Twitter. I don't follow these uh, news guys on Twitter. I think actually Wade Keller I do follow. So, I mean, I don't, I didn't see anything, nor did was I uh, curious enough to even find what may be there. So I, I just, yeah, I, I don't, it's that old thing, you know, like I don't care enough to care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, you it's just, one of those things. God, and now the shit is just fucking up wrestling just a little bit, just a little bit. But hopefully through all this, everything is just reset, renewed. It's a new age of unity. We can fucking get over some of the bullshit that we always are bickering about for no reason. And people can stop playing the woke Olympics and actually do something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm sorry if I offended anybody out there who's playing the woke Olympics in the BTT army. I don't, honestly, I don't know how that would work if you're in the BTT 
army. Yeah, it, it feels like an oxymoron, <laughs> right? Like, uh, like it's uh, there's a. I will say this, you know, I understand certain woke things, but uh, at the end of the day, like the extreme woke crew is exhausting. Yes, like yes. that's the that's the 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 side of things. I'm like, God, some people just. In the words of Hard Body Hopper, stop being woke, go take a nap, I think is what he said one time on the show. <laughs> As only Hopper can eloquently say. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I, um, I, I tried to text him to see if he'd be available. And Doc, I tried to, Doc actually had something going on, uh, this evening work wise. So he, he couldn't join. That's why he's not here. So, uh, there's that. Uh, luckily, uh, Doc and Lance and Hopper, once he gets past this, uh, this phase he's going through are very busy with work. So uh, I can report that. So, Hey, you wanted to, you wanted to talk something about the, the final, the May Young Classic before we get out of here. So I wanted to make sure you, you got that in, which was uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Oh, what'd you, yeah. Yeah. What did you want to so talk the about main, with that? Yeah. The main thing is I'm a big Shayna Baszler fan, um, first and foremost, because to me, I like women who, when we're talking about combat sports, I like women who look the part. I don't care if you're a female wrestler. I just want to see a wrestler, right? She walks out, biggest ovaries on the planet, and they ride low. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shayna Baszler is amazing. She exudes that tough asshole heel to a to a hilt, man. Like, I love it. Versus a Kyrie Sane. Now, if we look at Jim Cornette's favorite female wrestler, Rio, from AEW, okay, and look at Kyrie Sane, they're both like, looking like fragile women, okay? But here's the difference. One, Shayna Baszler is not that much bigger than Kyrie Sane if they line them up to one another. So them having a competitive match makes more sense, okay? But when you've got Rio, who is a twig, going against Nyla Rose, who is my size, okay, then I... I I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if she has the credibility in America to be like, well, could she really beat her ass? You know what I'm saying? Like if Shayna Baszler or like an Oscar went against Nala Rose, I'd be like, oh, OK, OK, I can see this going either way. Right. And we've all seen that in wrestling. Right. Like when Eddie Guerrero went against anybody or like Benoit versus the Big Show, it was just like, I think I think Big Show get his ass whooped by Chris Benoit. I'm just going to say that right now. You know, maybe not Chris Jericho, <laughs> but guess what? Eddie and uh, Chris Benoit got a lot of scars on them. They look like they can uh, mm, murder anybody. And so looking at the Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Singh fight, them going back and forth, it made so much sense. And I love her insane elbow. Why? Because it goes into finishers. The best finishers are the ones where the wrestlers are so amped to do it. Right. And they put everything into it. Like the stunner is just a dumb net breaker. Right. But Stone Cold, the fact that he kicks you in the gut, does it. OK, no matter what anybody does to sell, he's turning around and talking shit in your face and flicking you off. OK. And talking more shit, not even trying to pin you. That's a great finisher. Ky Kyrie Singh gets up on the top. She's like winding her elbow in midair. And it's looking almost like the Macho Man, where it looks like she's trying to drive the point of her elbow in your chest. That looks amazing. Okay. 
Rio. Yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks good. Rio looks like a two year old that jumps on you. You know, it's just like, oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Hey, how does that get the pen? You know, you know, I, I never even thought I okay, and I haven't seen a ton of Kyrie Sane matches, but I never even thought to compare the two because for whatever for whatever reason, you kind of laid out a reason. I just look at Kyrie Sane much more serious than I ever would Rio. Right. 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 Because she can't even cut a promo neither, but I'm into her. Like I believe, but they presented her in the right. Like, and that is an, uh, I was telling you this before we started, that rivalry is an unappreciated rivalry. It kind of rode in the back cracks. Because if you look at it, Kyrie Sane beats her for the Mae Young Classic first year. And then they have this nice back and forth for the NXT women's title. And it was cool to see, okay, Shayna Baszler went to seclusion. She was getting better. She was getting, but she was still hungry. And then she was coming back. She's like, hey, you beat me the first round, but ooh, I'm going to get you this time. And they had some brutal, epic matchups, man. And it just went. And Shayna Baszler, you know, finally won in the end, went on to her super reign, damn near like Asuka. And it was awesome to see that because it was just a subtle little tip. Like, hey, we've got a real rivalry going on here. It's not Rhodes, Flair, or anything like that, but it's almost like in that vein of you remember how you used to feel back in the day with like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Bulldog, Bret Hart, like these dudes that are good and they could steal a show. But man, I am really interested in what they're doing because every time they went against each other, every move mattered. You know, I, I, it's I, almost, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. Like, and I'm I today was the first day I, I watched that May Young final when you told me about it. And yeah. I will say from the beginning, like it was really crazy to watch when the match starts. Cause it's only it's only about fifteen minutes. The match isn't like terribly long. But man, yeah. Shayna Baszler at the very like I don't know, maybe even two to three minutes into the match, she kicks Kyrie Sane in the head and it, it looked like she killed her. That's how hard it was. And then she was manhandling her, but it looked real. In that, all right, well, she's got a little bit of size on her. Maybe a more than a little if you really look at it. But she's got some size. And she's just kind of beating her down. I mean, she was the gut wrench suplexes when I watched it. Oof, just, like I said, the yeah. kick to the head. It was some crazy stuff. But in the end, the underdog, I'll call her the underdog because she's smaller, yeah. got her comeuppance. And you're right. She hit her with that elbow off the top rope and pinned her. And it really was kind of like old school. They weren't flipping and diving and doing 50 million high spots. No, no. You know, it was a little chain wrestling. Kyrie would jump up a little bit, you know, do a couple of uh, high flying moves. But they were strategic, though. And it flowed like it made sense. And it was just like, oh, bam, there it is. Right. Because it's almost like watching an NFL playoff game where every little like you get that one third down conversion you're like oh there it is okay we got it we got some cooking we got some cooking and, he, and you just go back and forth every snap every tie up every turnbuckle hit like it just works you know that's why everybody that's why i'm into slower matches because you get stuff like that okay where one elbow drop seems incredible right okay and yeah I remember that right 
Whereas if I watch like a Kenny Omega Okada match, the problem with it is they're going at it, but I can only see a Rainmaker 15 times before I realize that's just a regular ass move. Right. I can only see so many V triggers like at number 20 V trigger. I'm just going to say, dude, are you really hitting him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, God, dog it. I hate that. I just, I, I can't stand it. I'm sorry. It's, it's just a really pet peeve of mine, you know, <laughs> but even with Roderick Strong and I actually like Roderick Strong a whole lot. I'm glad he slowed down a little bit because I love the whole Messiah of the backbreaker gimmick right and he's always done that i love any form of the backbreaker and when he just does it slow and drives his knee or does it in a quick transition right and pop somebody in the back and they sell the shit out of it for like a minute oh i love it (laughs) oh i love it (laughs) yeah no i I, i'm i'm with you man i i just you know this goes to show you like the the big thing i want to mention about this may young classic final when i watch it is like we think about all the new stuff and high spots and you know flips and dives and all that and and i I really watched this i I really did watch this match and was like you know i I was probably expecting a lot more flips and dives and and i didn't really get that i just got basler manhandling her for for a little while and and then Kyrie saying coming back and eventually winning. I, they just told a really good story with the baby face, right. I guess you'd call it, coming out coming out on top and the underdog getting a win. It was pretty damn amazing. I mean, I, I you know, oh, I, yeah. and I'm, I again, I didn't watch it when it aired, so that's why that's why I'm putting it over like this now. Well, I will say though, um, sidebar kind of goes back to the last show. Um, in that first tournament in the earlier rounds, man, Marty Bell was in there, buddy. Had to check some of those episodes out. I bet you did. <laughs> Man, I, I did I tell you the story about, like, uh, back when I was watching Impact when she was on there. And yeah. when she first, like, debuted with the dollhouse. And and I remember. What, tag at one point? Wasn't she what? Did, did they ever win the knockouts title, the, the tag titles? Her and, and Maya Yim, I don't. I can't remember to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't remember either. I don't want to know if I hallucinated that or not. Yeah, I, I don't. Rem- Let me tell you something. Impact during that time period w- w- did some good stuff. Like nobody saw underrated. it. Underrated. <laughs> underrated. Under- yeah. It was very yeah. underrated. They did some. I mean, they had so much good stuff, but it was very, very, very underrated. Um, and they were on Destination America, so nobody was watching it. But but they really they really had and they had a lot of good talent and. But nobody was watching it. But um, I remember one time, I, I, I Hopper was, uh, I don't want to say we were on the phone. And I was like, man, I was like, you got to watch Impact. He flips it on just as Marty Bell is walking to the ring. And that was the first time I think I ever heard him say something like, damn, she do got ass, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, Hopper. Oh, man. I, I, I actually was, I don't even think I was telling him to turn it to it. Because of that, I think I was trying to get him to see something else, and she just happened to be walking to the ring during that moment. What, I, I always and I imagine like Harper looking at her ass, like he's putting a napkin in his collar and he's getting like the <laughs> wet wipe ready in his hand, like you get with the buffalo chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that or sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> that, that, he's that, like, that's accurate. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a Brazilian uh, steakhouse, like Fogo de Chao. Like, just put the green light up and all that meat just sits there. Harper's just going to start eating that ass meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's about it. That's yeah, about I'll it, use, I'll use, yeah, I'll use an ass like a pillow, you know, and and spanking stuff. I don't think I have the 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 carnal depth of an ass to really stick my tongue in there like Harper does. Oh my God, that's a it's an yeah. art in itself, and he's got that one mastered. Right. When right. you hear it, he gives out lessons. There, circle, circle, dot, dot. <laughs> Where is Hart? Man, I miss Hart. I got to meet that dude one day, dude. Like, uh, hey, if whenever we look, I don't. Obviously, Walk had X-rated. It was supposed to be this summer sometime. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if that's going to happen still? I mean, we, we're we're many. I say many. I mean, I guess we're a few months away from whenever it was going to be, whether it was June or July. Um, I, I, it's one of those things now, but like everything else, what we got going on, we just don't know. So we'll have to see. But I can tell you if if that happens this year um, or if it happens next year, he, he is there every single time. And you definitely could meet him yeah. there. At, uh, oh, I uh, definitely will. I, I definitely yeah. will get down there. And I will say I'm I'm worried about that. I'm worried about all the summer stuff. They done postponed the Olympics. I'm a big summer Olympics fan. And then man, I don't even know if our Tigers are gonna play next year. Like nobody's gonna get some college football or they're gonna come out like their spring game is probably gonna be like the first game out of the gates, you know? And mm-hmm. everybody now, I would like to bring back to coronavirus. Everybody, if you um, have questions about what social distancing is and things of that nature, I would refer you to the game between LSU and Texas. Um, <laughs> the actual art of social distancing, third and 17, Justin Jefferson ran it all the way. I think some of the Texas cornerbacks are still looking for him. And yesterday, Mike, yesterday, you're not going to believe this, but I swear to God, even though we're isolated, even though no player is on the field right now, I know you. I know you're gonna say I'm lying, okay? Because he doesn't announce for the draft and all that, right? He scored a Justin Jefferson scored another touchdown on Oklahoma yesterday. <laughs> That's messed up, <laughs> but, he, but it might be touchdown. true. <laughs> oh man, that the so Texas, terrible. And the and the and the Longhorn cornerbacks are still looking for where he is. Okay, they're still chasing him. Okay, <laughs> that's so terrible. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I I actually thought that today. I I was thinking about it. Um, you know the the NFL has the means to be able to push things back if they had to, but God forbid. Yeah. I I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, their season usually starts in early September, but you know, for 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 those who aren't football fans, end of July they'll start reporting to camp. And, you know, you got preseason throughout August. Mm-hmm. I, I really, you know, that that makes me question um, just, you know, things. And I, look, I know it's 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 right now too early to tell. I was, I was yeah, just in my mind speculating, you know, if that if that does happen. So I, I hope not. But oh, boy, yeah. but money like I feel bad for NBA, NHL and XFL and all that. God, the money. For N- NBA to stop their season, geez. I know, man. God. Um, like, yeah. at least they got the dunk contest in and shit, but damn. Like, how March uh, Madness get canceled, bruh? Like, how March Madness get canceled? How you gonna cancel Madness? 
it's, right? Like it's a switch. <laughs> it's um, it's it's like uh, it's almost like we're in the twilight zone. It's very weird. I mean, we all know why it all got canceled, but it's almost it's so strange to to see everything just just you know rightfully come to a halt as you know it's tried to be we try to contain it but it's just so crazy how that night you know Rudy Gobert comes up with the with the illness and then NBA is indefinitely put on hold and then at first they said well we'll give 30 days and now it's like indefinitely it just man it's like one of those moments you know like my grandfather, you know, he fought in World War Two, and you know, you I heard those stories and uh, about the war, and you, you think back to like uh, my grandmother has told me about the Great Depression, but like it's so crazy to think this isn't the same thing as that, but this is one of those things where you know, God willing, we all live to into our eighties, we'll be telling this story forty years from now. It, it, that's the the part that I think about. I'm like, man. That'll be a moment where maybe I'm telling my grandkids about, hey, y'all, if y'all would have just seen this, how crazy it was during that, you know, month or two or three, however long it is. And everything that happened, how it changed. I just literally stopped the stopped the United States from going about its business in every way, shape and form. Like nothing was immune. Nothing. The only <laughs> thing immune, like the only thing immune. And I say that tongue in cheek in a way is the grocery store employees. And like because they're such an essential business. I mean, we got to get groceries from somewhere or we're all going to riot. So anyway, crazy yeah. how it all went down, man. Dude, dude, this is it's like a domino effect. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. Um, hey man, anything else before we get out of here? I, I this was fun, man. I'm glad man, you I'm glad you had the time to was, do it in your busy schedule. Man, this was like awesomely fun to do, uh, because I needed something different to do. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, and I have to give a lot of credit to a lot of, you know, I'm just going to give a shout out to a lot of my classmates, colleagues who are exposed to this, just like me, who have families, um, who have to isolate themselves. This is a little in, insight in what we're having to do. Um, you know, Godspeed to them. I don't want anything happening to them. Uh, it's just like fraternities, military, all that. Those are my brothers. We've been through hell and back to get where we are. And I just want everybody to be safe, including you and yours. Okay. And for everybody who is down, stricken, ill, we will we will send out prayers, positive energy, whatever you believe in. We will send it your way. Just know everybody in medicine right now is going full steam ahead. We are we are going nuts over this. We are trying to work as fast as we can because. At the end of the day, when somebody dies from one of these things, it hurts a lot of docs. It hurts a lot of nurses. Um, whether y'all know it or not, a lot of times we don't show that kind of emotion just so we can, you know, keep a level head. But this this stuff really does get to us. We are really sad when somebody is hurt by this kind of stuff. So, you know what? This is going to get beat. We're going to fight this. We're going to work together. And guess what? It'll go down in the record books, and we'll and we'll learn from it, and this shit won't happen again for another like hundred years. We're gonna keep it like that. Hey man, that sounds great to me. So, right. All right, all right, Doctor Blassie, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie. I appreciate you coming on again. Right. Uh, we promised this. Um, 
we promised another episode actually in like July, I believe it was, uh, right before yeah. football season. So uh, obviously that didn't happen because we had a, a a worldwide pandemic break upon us. But I'm actually glad we got to talk. Uh, we did about 25 yeah. minutes on Corona and we did another 50 on everything else. So we hope you enjoyed it. Um, I will let you hit the tagline and get us out of here. But thanks again. I appreciate it. Thank you for being a big time Hall of Fame patron and a supporting this show, man. We appreciate it, man. Boy, so- anytime. Anytime, Mike. Hey, just book it, bitch. <laughs>